What is up, everybody? 10.57 p.m. on the East Coast, and Digsy Radio is back again with episode two. Um, I've gotten a lot of questions recently about branding. I've got a lot of questions recently about rebranding. So I figured, why not take the time for episode two to talk about it? Let's talk about what branding is. Let's talk about what rebranding helps for your career and how, you know, building a logo, building your brand awareness can really help out. Um, so recently at Dixie 17 Productions, I recently changed up the logo. I recently changed up the, I guess the style of yes, the way I do things, um, and kind of really took myself to another level when it comes to establishing who I am, establishing my style and establishing a lot of crucial things in the terms of what it means to being, um, a designer and developing your style and developing your aesthetic, um, First to start off, branding is probably one of the most important things when it comes to any business or large scale, small scale, retail, anything. And probably is one of the most effective ways that you can get a major advantage when it comes to increasing your, you know, market value and increasing yourself to being more competitive as compared to other people. Um, When it comes to, you could say, designing, when a client goes out to look for someone, let's say for freelancing or doing contract work, they may try to be more appealed to someone who has a nice looking logo, someone who has a nice tagline for what they stand for in their style, as compared to somebody, you know, who doesn't really have the time to define themselves and find the time to actually put themselves in a more, I guess you could say, aesthetically pleasing view when it comes to making themselves more attractive, when it comes to making themselves more promising to their customer or their client. Um, In terms of what that means, for branding and necessarily in designing that could be your strategy on how you develop your logo that be could be a strategy on how you create your voice and how you integrate what you are into your brand so essentially you can look at a company like coca-cola you can look at artists like drake um just how that they incorporate colors they incorporate typefaces they incorporate you know, specific objects that make you think back to what they are and what they stand for. So essentially, if you look at Coca-Cola, you know, they trademark the red that they have, you know, the brush script type font that they have for their logo. Or you could do Drake with the black and gold with the owl. You could do, you know, so many different things, even USA with the red, white and blue. Um, I'm feeling patriotic is how people create a voice and how your company or who you are can really reflect your brand. Now, let's say you're a designer that is just starting and just getting into what you are and how you plan to present yourself. Um, Creating a voice can be one of the first things that you can use as a visual way of communication and imagery um, online or whether it's being more, um, you know, business cards. It could be on your website. It could be Uh, you know, on a backpack that you wear every time you go out on campus or you're walking around your town um, that makes you recognizable and who people see and how true you can be to your brand. So when people see you or if a client sees you or a customer, they want to return or refer to you or deliver your brand with some promising because how you display yourself is what really is going to take you to a, a beginning step 
when becoming a designer or trying to get into this artistic field because if you go into something that's a little bit um, I guess you could say displeasing you may attract the wrong crowd you may attract um, the wrong type of client base that you may be looking to start with or if you're trying to freelance because if you try to go out and you have a logo that you know doesn't really look clean enough or it doesn't really you know showcase what you can do in your talent base then it's really going to mess up what you're trying to do when it comes to branding yourself and branding you know your message and how you get things across to people um i know one thing that a lot of people ask is there's a lot of questions that usually come when it starts to rebranding like why you do it um for example you could look at a company like pepsi throughout the years you know, at the beginning of their, you know, business and their legacy, their logo, preferably from, I guess you could say 1940 to about 1950, a lot of their stuff looked almost exactly like Coca-Cola. So when you try to look at something and you try to relate to it, um, you know, me instantly, when I looked at the old school uh, Pepsi logo, the instant thing that I thought to myself was Coca-Cola because just the way that they keep their legacy up, the way that they brand themselves and being a leading brand, not only in their specific product and soft drinks, but how they try to keep the you as a consumer intrigued and how when they update, you know what's going on. Um, I know one thing that Pepsi did when it came to rebranding themselves is they got away from the brush script and they tried to get more into a sans serif kind of model, um, modern, minimalistic look with the, uh, the red circle, with the red, white, and blue, and the little curve on the inside. And you notice you see that on a lot of the cans, which is now their way of being able to develop their identity and how to be able to develop their look. Because when it comes to something like that, it sets them apart. Now when you look at the Dr. Peppers and the 7-Ups and all that, it's a lot of soda talk. But, you know, Pepsi, you know that red, white, and blue circle. You know the little swoosh in the middle is not perfect, you know. And it keeps that refreshing and, you know, evolutionary change from what it came from before into how it is turned into now and the current logo, how it goes with the times and trends and all that good stuff. And when the company goes like that, you always have to ask yourself, even as a company, whether you're a studio that is just starting with small business, you could be just a freelance designer. And let's say you've been designing for a long time and you wish to get back into it and you wish to rebrand. First question you have to ask yourself is why are you rebranding? Are you doing it because you have a problem that you're attempting to solve? Has there been a change in your landscape that's been impacting what you're trying to do, let's say you were, you had a logo that was a little bit more grunge and a little bit, you know, rough on the edges, and then you were trying to appeal to healthcare clients. You know, from their perspective, they may not be so attracted just because of your logo, but you know your skill set. But how can you be able to communicate to someone else on the outside visually, and how can you do it effectively? Um, you know, does your brand seem outdated does it seem like it doesn't fit in where you're trying to go can you keep it universal is it able to be spoken in a lot of many languages not just people if you're based in the u.s is it just people in the u.s is it people in japan is it people in germany is it people in 
Peru, you know, is it people in Kenya? Can people see it and recognize what you're trying to portray and what you're trying to do, not only with a logo, but you can do that in designs as well. Whether you're doing things like a flyer, you could be doing, you know, a marketing scheme, you could be doing anything that relates to someone that you're producing for or something that you're producing for yourself because when you develop your logo, you essentially are your own client. So anything that can be isolated to you and why someone should care why you change everything and why your brand can be associated with everything has to remain meaningful. It has to be true to yourself, like I said earlier, and it has to be leading into a brand direction that suits fit for you that can be, in a way, it can be more evolutionary. It can be more revolutionary. You know, does it fit the problems that you see fit when it comes to creating this new thing? Um, I know me personally, when it came to rebranding, you know, the old logo, it was cool. It was nice. But when it came to looking at it, I can tell you one thing. It was extremely hard to read. I know a lot of people that went to my website, um, they looked at the logo and they would say it wrong. I've heard so many things out the box from, you know, it says D-I-G-G-Z-Y and then the number 17 is like an exponent. Productions. I can say it, but how can I get somebody that comes to my website and sees it for the first time? How can they interpret to what it says? I've heard things from Joji11. I've heard D-Gizzy, stuff like that. You know, it kind of makes you a little frustrated when you design it because when you try to come out the box and you save something cool and you try to put it out there for people to see and you market it and you take the time to perfect it and you put it out and people can't, you know, receive what you're trying to put out, you know, you're going to feel like shit because for one, your communication is off to your standard and two, you know, somebody might be interested in you, but they see that logo and it doesn't necessarily, you know, depict what you can do. Um, it may not necessarily depict the style that you can do, what you try to, you know, obtain, whether you have more of a dark style, but you have, you know, 3D bubble letters as your logo. Um, try to keep things consistent. Try to keep things together. And, you know, that's going to be the main way that you can help being develop your brand and helping develop anything that you're trying to do, whether you're trying to start your career, whether you're trying to rejuvenize your career and helping develop your identity, um, because, you know, it can be tough out there trying to develop things like credibility, getting people to trust what you're doing, how you can develop impressions when people see it, like I've said multiple times before, how people can be able to see it and how you can generate future business, how you can build, you know, a, a brand, how you can build marketing, how you can build yourself to be better than who else is in your field. It could be a coworker. It could be someone in your network that you might have to, you know, show this is what makes me different from them. This is why as a client, you should approach me and how you should be able to, you know, attest to my values and my proposition when it comes to competition, how to show my skills and how my design works and how, you know, I'm changing things that are being done and how even though it seems revolutionary, it's evolutionary because it allows 
a new refreshing look it allows consistency it's flexible it's able to be documented and can be integrated in multiple ways let's say you want to put it on a billboard can people see it can they interpret it if i'm walking down the street and you see you know d17 you instantly think of d17 productions you think of the clothing line you think of Dixie radio because you see the red i incorporate the red in all of my logos um, because that's something that's special to me and that's something that I can get people to relate to and how I can advertise it through. It can be print, it can be web, it can be social media, it can be word of mouth. It doesn't give a mixed message. Um, it's not a copy of my competitors because I try to keep the name completely unique and as far from anything as possible. And it gives me a way that I can monitor it because once you end up developing a brand and you end up developing yourself and putting yourself out there, then social media is probably going to be one of your first ways in developing, you know, search engine optimization is going to be another way. So when you search D17, you instantly find me. If you search D17P, you instantly find me. If you look up Digsy 17 Productions, you instantly find me. You find out what I've done. You find my resume and you see everything is put in a centralized area so you don't necessarily get mixed up. Um, you don't want to be that person that when you get something that it becomes relatable to something else. Like nobody wants to have a logo that anybody can like, oh, well, this looks like this. Well, this is where you got it from, but how did you make it unique to yourself to the way that it fits for you and how it fits for everything that you try to do? Now, um, going into, I guess you could say, you know, just a small tidbit when you're trying to get into this thing, we're trying to get into designing, we're trying to get into art, um, whatever it is creatively, creatively, um, make yourself unique, do what you can, make yourself different from everybody else. Don't be afraid to try something different. Don't be afraid to push the standards. Don't be afraid to push trends. Um, that's what I'm trying to do right now with my studio. And, you know, I hope along the way that somebody out there is getting inspired by what I'm trying to do and, you know, everything that I've been working with and everything that I've been trying to put together everything that I've been trying to, you know, fixate and create, put out all that. Um, and yeah, I'm probably going to keep this episode a little bit short um, just because, you know, a lot of other questions have been asked and I don't want to start mixing things up. I don't want to start putting things in the wrong categories. Like I said earlier before, um, you know, usually if you're out listening, if you have a question, if you have things you want to hear, um, coming on Digsy Radio, don't forget to find us on Twitter or Instagram at D17 Productions. That's the letter D17 Productions. Um, or tweet out, post a picture with the hashtag Digsy Radio, and I'll be looking out for any questions that can come on here, whether you have a question on, you know, motivation. It could just be software. It could just be trying to get something new, like a project that you need you know, a little bit of advice on, like, you know, that's what I'm here for. And that's what I'm trying to do and trying to help people and try to get them figured out and try to get them ideals and try to get them the places that they need to be. And they want to step into their career if they want to try to revitalize it or if they want to try to try something new. Um, yeah, don't be afraid to do that. You can find us on Facebook too at Digsy17Productions. That's mainly 
um, the top three places, mainly Twitter and Instagram. I post a lot on the, on the Instagram. Um, I tweet a little bit, just project updates, um, anything being released by anyone in my camp or anyone in my network. Um, that's just how we usually do it. Uh, and I'll be looking out. I really like the lot of, um, questions that I got about the rebranding and people asking me about why I did it and what's the reason behind it Um, because all this is just a journey all this is I'm learning just with everybody else you know I'm trying to get my thing to I'm trying to be out here trying to be one of these top designers and everything and I'm trying to push standards and I'm trying to push things too so uh yeah like I said use the hashtag Digsy Radio Uh, reach out with any questions or advice or anything you want to say Find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at D17 Productions. And I hope everybody has a great night. Keep designing and keep on trucking.